Space's final frontier. Uh, these are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. are continuing yeah, mission to uh, uh, seek really bringing life. the heat on this episode. New civilization. <laughs> okay, here's the thing, though. I'm actually much more excited about the idea of watching this episode. Yeah, you said that off mic, and I'm really curious <laughs> as to what what is happening with you right now. Okay. <laughs> As our listeners will be well aware, I was fucking dreading watching this episode. It is just the one of the stupidest fucking episodes. In, yeah, this is what I actually history. remember, yeah. and it is, I remember it because it is profoundly yeah, stupid. No, the basic premise of it is so fucking idiotic, yeah. and I was just like, I you know we talked about it on the last episode. I was I don't even know if I can make it through this fucking episode. Right. Can we skip it? Like. And then I started thinking about uh, two things of so that in combination with what we kind of tried to do. And I was not very, I didn't, I did not serve the ball back to you very well on having like our pre-show chat, you know, <laughs> rather than being so mechanical about it for like yeah, three yeah. minutes, to actually like have a longer pre-show chat. And I, and that got me thinking about, Hey, look, it's your first time having conversations with people. Yeah. yeah. It, it takes some getting used to. Yeah. I ain't been done this long. <laughs> um, so I started thinking about, uh, Two show, one of the shows that for me is kind of an inspiration for us doing this show, which is the worst idea of all time, yeah. uh, and the other being uh, Jinx and Alicia's podcast, Overbooked, um, because they both are ostensibly about talking about a thing, and they spend they very little time don't. on that thing, and in the case, very little time <laughs> on it. In the in the case of Tim and Guy, uh, it is because they fucking hate what they're doing so much, and it's well like, the concept. For people that don't know, is that they yeah. watch the same movie and not a not a good movie mm -mm. Um, every week yeah. and talk about it for every week for weeks. a year. Um, yeah, if you listeners, what you're you know, gonna run out of shit to say about the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, especially when it's Grown Ups Two. Yeah, yeah, they did Grown Ups <laughs> Two, Sex in the City Two, uh, We Are Your Friends. Then I think they did. Did they do Sex in the City one? I don't know. For their I have. I want to season? like a little bit of that show. Anyway, I, I like it. It's just I don't know. Yeah. Never. Strong recommend. Anyway, listeners, yeah. once you're done listening to us, there are no other podcasts besides this one. Obviously, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's only one podcast. It's there's, this one. There's no podcast, but there certainly Star isn't Trek any sucks. other Star Trek podcast. So <laughs> nope. don't look for them. Nope. Don't. L only use the word Star Trek sucks. Do not search for Star Trek podcast. That no, will that'll lead you to a bunch of... That will actually make your phone explode. Po porn. Yeah. I had an uncle that died that way. Yeah. In um, <laughs> so... <laughs> anyway, to make a short story long, right. why are you excited about this episode? <laughs> because I realized two things. Uh, one, just... I, I don't know why... Like, it snapped in my brain more how we can not just not be that focused on actually recounting the the like the specific motions of the show yeah um but uh but also so the other reason that i'm excited about this watch is that i decided as you found out when i turned on the tv uh that i was going to start watching it last night as like a vaccine yeah i was about to say vaccine yeah so like kind of a, yeah and inoculate yourself against how <laughs> fucking bad this episode is right so i did that just the sequence before leading up to the the opening credits and then i then i turned it off uh and i had several laugh out loud moments yeah. during the opening couple of minutes so i think what i'm going to try to do is because so the the fundamental and stupid part of the premise of this episode is that uh they go to a new planet and the planet has uh, almost no crime and blah, blah, blah. But that's because they only have one punishment 
right. for any which is the death penalty law breaking, which is death penalty. So Wesley ends up getting sentenced to die on this planet for tripping into a flower bed. Um, and so that and that's the part that is it, it's just fucking just right. what are you talking there's no about? way you there, there's that society would never work. No, like that's a yeah. fucking a insane, ridiculous idea. Yeah. Uh, but if you look outside of that, so I'm just going to try and ignore that element of the plot uh-huh. completely uh-huh. and just pay attention to everything else that's going on. Like, okay. because we can, we, we don't have to discuss how fucking stupid that is. Yeah. I think if you're, if you're listening to this show and you're pro death penalty, <laughs> turn it off <laughs> and go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go drive into a lake. Yeah. Fuck go, you. Yeah. Go fuck off up an AIDS tree. Oh, did you know that, uh, like the reason that a lot of countries don't have an extradition agreement with the, with America is specifically because we have the death penalty. No. Yeah. That's. That's the reason most countries won't sign extradition agreements with us. That makes sense. If they sense. have enough like power to say no to us. And also, it is kind of amazing to me that we that that we don't have more of a national conversation about the death penalty. Yeah, well, because yeah. it is utterly it's barbaric. Yeah, yeah, it is utterly wrong yeah. and barbaric, and yeah, it is fucking well. And it's like oh, this isn't funny, <laughs> but. Um, all right, this is a you wonder why the cops feel like they have a license to kill. It's because they're, they're the law enforcement apparatus of a state that kills people. Yeah. For breaking the law. Yeah. Like, huh. Yeah. I no, wonder if that plays into it at all. You yeah, know, it's I not good. Know. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. I'm trying to remember uh, what other things we need to. Uh, so I, halfway over here, I uh, realized I'm actually wearing another weed joke T-shirt <laughs> <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> So I kind of oh I, damn it! I am so fucking <laughs> stupid. I just got that wordplay. <laughs> that beer's been out for like two years. Yeah, I know. So listeners, Jack is wearing a uh, an Oscar Blues Cannabis, uh, which now I fucking now that I say it out loud, it's obvious. You work for the company. I that know, sold this. but I never like nobody ever st- stood in front of also, a sales it's Oscar meeting. Oscar Blues, all of their fucking no, shit I, is. I know. Red. I just didn't. I didn't catch on to the fact. Yeah, I, I was reading it as can o bliss always in my head, right. which does not. But yeah, when you say can of bliss, that's yeah, yeah. All right, well, we just got to see you in real time <laughs> pick up on an extremely <laughs> obvious weed joke. God damn it! Um, but, uh, yeah, what I was gonna say is I, I think I really do want to rebrand as a weed aesthetic guy, <laughs> but I don't smoke weed at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, like, I haven't for like months and months, <laughs> but. <laughs> That, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I think weed aesthetic is going to be my 2020 look. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so the, then the last thing that I did that I think is going to positively influence uh, my watch uh, is that I did some sobriety triage, is what I'm going to call it. Expand on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not sober right now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's it. Getting just... fucked up is not sobriety triage. <laughs> Yeah, it is. That's all right. Well, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of sobriety triage lately, so <laughs> yeah, I'm see, kind of low energy. It sounds <laughs> way better. <laughs> uh, I did some sobriety triage last night, and I feel bad this morning. The doctor tells me if I don't stop doing sobriety <laughs> triage, they're going to have to take out a kidney. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, oh, I'm supposed to recommend something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I have not had really time to do anything other than listen to podcasts and socialize mm-hmm. because of the time of year it is. But uh, I guess I'm going to recommend uh, read The Sirens of Titan if you haven't. It's pretty pretty easy read, pretty quick. Um, very funny, very witty, very insightful. Vonnegut's second novel uh, was the one that put him on the map. And if you haven't read it, you should. It's a classic. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, yeah. Let's. Jump. <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't have any callback to last week or anything. Uh, yeah. Last week kind of went right through me too. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, the show's made mostly made of sawdust. I think because it does not stick to me at all. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's rock and roll. We'll be right back, listeners. Ho, ho, ho! It's a Christmas from Yuri! You know, it's Christmas time, and uh, I don't know about you, but I think Christmas tree really expensive anymore nowadays, right? Okay, but uh, so Yuri got a great idea for how you can get a better deal on the Christmas tree, okay? So it's, you sign up for Yuri list of excellent place for Christmas tree, and uh, it's only cost you $5, okay? And you email to Yuri, his uh, email is uh, Yuri has excellent products. 42069swag at compuserve.net okay and you're gonna send you a list of places where you've been recently where you saw a tree that you could probably go just cut it down and probably not get in trouble okay Merry Christmas Fire is Listeners, if uh, if you're not already so. following us on Twitter, uh, I tweeted a, a link to the uh, Star Trek Picard uh, Let It Snow video that's uh, on YouTube. Uh, you can just search YouTube for Captain Picard's Christmas song. Or the internet, really, probably. Yeah, the whole when we yeah. finally kiss. Good night. <laughs> Wow. I hate going out in the storm. But if you... Right? Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> All the way home. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I, have, I had a good time. I'm just... Yeah, I mean, the sobriety triage is probably part of the, yeah. the equation, but I'm, uh, I'm fired up and ready to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, we, uh, we forgot to... Introduce ourselves at the top of the episode. I made myself a note about that, too. (laughs) So I'm Jack. I'm Leo. I like this show. I don't. (laughs) I don't care for it. This is Star Trek Sucks, a podcast. I'm actually coming around, though. (laughs) This one, one, honestly, I really, I stand by my approach of just ignoring (laughs) that that flawed key premise. Well, it's like when I tried to watch the, uh, the El Pacino Scarface. Uh-huh. Uh, which is objectively a fucking piece of shit movie. I mean, it's but if you watch it as a comedy, very funny. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it g- is not a comedy. Well, it kinda, but it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> it is the kind of uh, of like um, satire that is so dry that people take it seriously. Yeah, that's I mean, the maybe. problem. Yeah, it's like I anybody mean, who yeah. looks up to, to to is it Tony Montana. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Uh, anybody who looks up to him doesn't fucking get the movie. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of the problem with satire in general is, is yeah. it's it's a great art, but like if you're expecting them to do any kind of social change with satire, you're out of your fucking mind. Oh yeah, 
any good satire will be taken literally by the people that you're that you're trying satir- to satir- sat- satir- satirizing S- satirizing yeah there it is okay uh <laughs> <laughs> How was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. How was yours? <laughs> really good. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I was on a ton of cold medication, so I kind of hit a wall. Woo! It was really fun. Good. Yeah, I made potatoes. Nice. I made this those broccoli tots that I, I made for your uh, Friendsgiving yeah. again. Yeah, I think I've had I've had two pretty solid Friendsgivings this year. Nice. It was nice. This has been a nice holiday season. We had, a, so we had yeah, the one we the had one at your house. Yeah, that wine club one yeah, was great. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and then the, yeah, the handlebar one was fucking awesome too. Yeah, that yeah. sounds pretty cool. Yeah, we did the standard. Although we did it up at rather than doing it at my parents' house, we did it at my uh, my brother and his wife's plum. yeah um, restaurant space. So it was just made it a lot easier. Yeah, because especially we had twenty three people or something. Yeah, Ezra brought in his uh, bike that he's turned into a jockey, a two keg jockey box, um, six barrels. Nope. He has a bike that c- can the bike move uh, with uh, <laughs> with with great with great difficulty. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, this isn't. Yeah, well, this is we were drinking from. And <laughs> this isn't going to be ba- valid for uh, for non Boise listeners. But yeah, Boise listeners, if you guys haven't been down to Handlebar and just seen, no one who's listening to this hasn't been to Handlebar. There's no fucking way <laughs> possible. <laughs> Yeah, you might be right. But if you haven't, oh damn it! What I forgot to I forgot life? to check this week where our uh, to see where our, where our downloads are coming from to see uh, if we've got a new uh, new city to shout out. New city to shout out. I forgot. I'll do. I'll remember. Uh, I'll remember for next time. Yeah, please do. Um, okay, so all right, so we're getting into the episode. Into the episode. The Enterprise has just left the Stranad system. Sure. <laughs> just i i laughed at that because i was like that's such a, a lazy way to just ma- think of ma- make make up a word for me that sounds real alien i don't know just put a fucking bunch of vowels like too yeah. many vowels or too many consonants oh, sorry yeah. too many consonants thank you yeah, yeah just yeah, too- throw some apostrophes in there yeah like fuck give me like a give just me like a normal word and just throw three some apostrophes three in consonants there. and an apostrophe yeah and then an like an illogical vowel followed by a consonant that can't yeah. follow that vowel. Yep. Yeah. That's how you make things sound alien. Yep. I guess. Um, <laughs> 30 seconds in, somebody says uh, that Riker is very enthusiastic about this planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Riker 100% fucked that one chick who came up and hugged him when Absolutely. they first landed. The, yeah. The, and he, like, tries to play it all coy yeah, later. Good to see like, you again. She's like, do you want to play? He's like, what do you mean play? She's like, fuck. Do you want to fuck? <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> Which happens in the presence of a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but before that... <laughs> the first thing I wrote down was like the Picard's voiceover, and he's like, "This planet is it's whatever and M class, and it's unusually lovely." Like That's pretty good. Picard is thirsty for this planet. <laughs> like it is weird how much he wants to fuck that planet. Yeah, and uh, then there's this tiny interchange <laughs> on the bridge there. Where uh, Picard is sitting in his chair and Troy is sitting in her chair and Troy's in like mid sentence 
and Crusher walks up behind her and is like, Captain, I... And then she stops and she's like, oh, sorry, Troy. And then <laughs> there is <laughs> this weird pause there because the way that the, act- the, the, the way that the actresses are emoting is as though they are on the same page they're friendly it's you know Uh banter but the way that the timing of the words works out it sounds much more like troy is about like (laughs) like crusher comes in deliberately stepping over what troy is trying to say and then she's like oh oh i'm sorry sorry troy and then there is this long uncomfortable pause and then troy is like i don't remember this at all Troy, (laughs) troy goes captain the doctor has something very <laughs> important to tell you, which is not the way it is delivered at it all. Not, yeah, it's not how it's acted at all. But like, <laughs> like on paper, it looks like they're just being just, just awful just fucking like like hardcore like just characters off. from Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah, like so it seems like so much shade. Uh, anyway, that yeah, that was she has something important to tell you, and then yeah, that's when we find out that they're gonna go. Uh, no, sure leave on this stupid fucking planet. <laughs> God damn it. This planet of uh, what I've what I've decided to call horny space Mormons. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. This sort of like fascistic, like sort of polished fascism of the, like, yeah. this this obsession with law and order. The fact that they all they're all blonde fit people. Oh yeah, they are a fucking Nazi wet dream yeah. race. Um yeah, they're horny space Mormons. Yeah, I went with uh, uh, what did I? Uh, there, uh, it is a swinger planet. Yeah, um, and but the, yeah. like the sort of like hygiene and the emphasis on like hygiene and moral. Oh, <laughs> anyway, before before they actually get down onto the planet <laughs> at the end of the opening sequence, Picard just fucking barrels the camera and he's like, "Let's hope it's not too good to be true." <laughs> Yeah, we both laughed a lot. I wrote, Ron Howard voice, it was too good to be true. <laughs> God. Just, the writing on this show, and I know I say this every episode, but it really can't be overemphasized. It's is bad. fucking It's awful. so bad. Like, <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> Tasha is also extremely fucking horny. Tasha, a hundred percent, fuck that dude. As shit, like the LaForge says, they make love at the drop of a hat, and she goes, "Any hat." Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She's so horny that she, her, her I didn't metaphors see, don't mean anything. I, I didn't see any hats on anybody in Which, the entire episode. Hey, who amongst us, but yeah. <laughs> Um, but also, you know, last week, uh, we introduced the good job data segment. Uh, yeah. This week I would like to introduce the bad, bad job Tasha segment. (laughs) Yeah, actually that's probably okay. You fucking submitted a report about the local laws and customs on this planet. And you managed to miss the fact that the only punishment is for any crime is death oh and also i I guess i'd forgotten this detail and this this does kind of take it out of just being incredibly fucking stupid into sort of a 
still pretty stupid, but kind of like a Ray Bradbury, like sort of golden age sci-fi premise, because it's not that you always get punished with death for any crime. It's that there are basically two cops for the entire planet, I guess. So if you happen to, if they happen to be where you are and you commit a crime, then you're punished with death, but no one knows where they're going to be. Right. Um, slightly less stupid still very stupid yeah and i mean i thought about that too because it's like there's uh it because it it emphasizes basically on the 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 idea of self-policing that you know you you put in a you know a punishment but it's it's not self-policing though because no it's not and and it also hangs fundamentally necessarily on the idea that you can actually maintain anonymity for those for those officers, right? Because it only works if you can be one hundred percent certain that nobody will know who they are, or where they're going to be, right? And they are the only people on the planet whose weird jumpsuits <laughs> are gray instead of white. Are we calling those jumpsuits? <laughs> I don't know what else to beach kind lingerie. <laughs> Kind of like a romper, but with most of it cut out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, a romper that you took scissors to. You just yeah, just. <laughs> I don't uh, anybody any of our listeners that are into fashion. Yeah, yeah. Watch this episode. No, don't. Just Google screenshots no, from this watch episode. The episode. This one's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my favorite episode. So. I think just because I went into it with a little bit of a different frame of <laughs> mind. But. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Riker definitely fucked uh, that chick. Oh, and so then there's like a ghost into the orgy palace um, after they've sent Wes off to play with the other kids. Uh, no, hang on, I got stuff. Oh, okay. What do you uh, got? First of all, everybody's walking around naked. Wesley's still wearing his stupid fucking sweater. <laughs> everybody's wearing like just white towels. Yeah. Like, like just tea towels, not bath towels. No, like sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, like that's the word I was reaching yeah, for. Yeah, <laughs> like well, like take a like the men's bottom is literally like four washcloths yes. pinned together. Yeah, um, and Wesley's still wearing that stupid fucking sweater. <laughs> I'll I'll say like <laughs> independent of the complete inappropriateness of the garment in the environment that they're supposed to be in, it's a less obnoxious sweater. Like just if you just assess guess, it for man. the sweater, it still looks like. I mean, it's still like way too big for him. He looks like he's wearing the like a minimalist camping tent yeah. sweater. Uh, I don't know. And his then, mom definitely made all of those, right? We got to, that's got to be, that is, that definitely has the vibe of something your mom made. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's, I don't think we ever meet his grandma. So it's got to be from his mom. Yeah. Uh, his dad's dead. Yeah. Owned. Um, <laughs> got him. <laughs> Take that bitch. <laughs> and then also they're, uh, they're like, uh, maybe they can't run. <laughs> and then Wesley's like, can't run. And it's like, when when was it established that you were into running? <laughs> you're a you're a little you're a little ship geek boy. Yeah. You're a th- why are you why are you suddenly sp- aggro about being a good runner? <laughs> yeah, your space Mozart. When did you get to yeah. why do you give a shit about about athletics? Yeah, what is what is this? And then they and then they all run. Everybody runs everywhere on this planet, which fine whatever who amongst us i've actually been in phase in my life where i was in good enough shape that it's like kind of ran everywhere well yeah and i mean like if you were living in a if 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 you could you know imagine this community where like yeah i would run all the time yeah if if you're living in an area where all of your needs are met and available 
and it's a beautiful, you know, perfect Mediterranean climate. Yeah. And everybody's just in their underwear. Everybody just, yeah, everybody just runs around their underwear and fucks. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. Except for the death penalty, that's kind of a deal breaker. Yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it would have to be. So the, uh, that's another thing that's fucking stupid about this whole the whole thing. Because it's like, why? If it was a place where, you know, murder and uh, embezzlement, like big, like actual crimes, right. like those would get you the death penalty but tripping into a flower bed wouldn't like if it was a reasonable set of laws i'd go for i'd i'd sign up to live in a society where yeah i mean i'm still very strongly anti-death penalty but if it was an otherwise edenic utopia yeah I'd probably go along with it would have to i would have to see the list of crimes that get you the death penalty and be yeah, like yeah there's there's yeah there's a cutoff there yeah like but yeah <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> and everybody runs and every, everybody runs I mean it's, this is not everywhere. A, this is a trite observation but most actors are fucking awful at running because <laughs> <laughs> their form is oh yeah no they just atrocious they all run as if they as if the director told them to do their best impression of uh, like a lost gazelle yeah <laughs> It's a lot of hopping up and down. Yeah, it's a lot of hopping up and down. Not a lot of down. forward drive in nope. the strides. <laughs> nope, no, it's a lot of very bouncy, very, <laughs> does it look nice? Do I look good doing it this way? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, So, right, so they run to this thing. Yeah, so Wesley runs off with the kids, and then the, and then the rest of them run to the fuck palace. And it is, it's, I just, what I wrote down was like, what is paradigm of sexuality is it that they are portraying here yeah i had some similar thoughts along this yeah way. there's like this super polyamorous like anytime you are within smelling distance of somebody of the opposite sex uh, which there is a complete LGBTQ erasure here. It is like, yeah, that was the thought I had. Which is like this is a society where they're constantly having group sex. Yeah, and or, there or is, at least like exhibitionist sex, just yeah. constantly, but all the fucking time with like essentially no, but strictly hetero. No norms about like who your sexual partners can and can't be, except for by God, it better be a penis and a vagina. Yeah, <laughs> innies and outies together <laughs> only. Innies and outies only, baby. Innies and outies only. <laughs> which, nope. Nope. <laughs> that yeah. is not how that would actually work. That does work. not make any sense with, yeah. Everybody Which should I realize fight. this aired in like 1989 or whatever, yeah. and uh, that's why. Yeah. But like, come Absolutely. on, guys. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so they go to the fuck palace, and there's like, there's two guys in there playing two different kinds of harps. Oh, and people are just busting moves. People, okay, so there is one, there's another thing. Incredible is, dancing. Um, Oh, yeah. No, the dancing is amazing. I watched the episode for the dancing alone. In fact, turn it off after that scene. <laughs> You're done. Well, no, that's because... The, that's what you need. Coming up next was the thing that I was actually kind of excited about because it was something I didn't remember about this episode, uh, which is the alien space... Oh, yeah, the... Space the, god the thing. God monster. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, ooh, this is new. I don't remember this. <laughs> and then I got caught up, and I was like, okay, fine. Um, and uh, and it, I, the only other thing that i wrote down was that another fucking alien invasion electronic monster thing two weeks in a row like come on yeah come on you guys yeah electro electron monsters are uh, apparently a more common threat than i had been led to believe <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was going to be way more quicksand 
Not a, not as many yeah. electricity monsters. I was much more worried about the Bermuda Triangle than I was about <laughs> electron monsters. Yep. <laughs> um, um, now, uh, Picard says, uh, like, when they're trying to figure out what's happening when the electron monster goes on the ship, why are you flipping me off? <laughs> sorry. I was, sorry. The electron monster goes on the ship, and Picard, they're trying to figure out what's happening, and Picard says, uh, why is everything suddenly a something or a whatever? <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's not true, but I like to imagine that Patrick Stewart ad-libbed that line because he was so frustrated with the <laughs> shitty, terrible writing on this fucking show that you're making me watch. I don't know that that isn't true. <laughs> uh it's like, something I'm going to choose to believe. I think. <laughs> I think it is distinctly possible. Why is everything suddenly a something or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, you and me both, man. <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. I am with you. Oh, that was yeah, that was a yeah. fucking great line. I'm glad glad you wrote that down too, because I laughed at it and then I didn't write it down. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, and then yeah the, I just wrote down the, like Wizard of Oz voice ball like that was the exact yeah. vibe that I got from it was like the giant from the original MGM Wizard of Oz like the giant <laughs> green head with the who goes there I wrote down that the uh, the monster is a woke anti-colonialist <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah. true yeah, and also true. I agree don't yeah. colonize fuck you stay uh, home the, so back to the fuck palace back to the fuck palace Riker is walking in and he walks past a group of like four or five people playing a game and from what I could tell because I really zoomed in on that corner of the shot and watched what they were doing uh, from what I can tell what the game is is everybody has uh, basically a metal ball bearing like a small little sphere in the palm of their hand and then they put the hand behind the back and then they all bring their hands out and they all open their hands. And if everybody is holding a steel ball bearing, they all fuck. Ah, so it's like a kind of a key party situation. Yeah, that There's was really, really no that was really the vibe that I got. Ah. It was just like because I saw them a couple of times, like they put their hand behind their back and it's not nobody had a different thing. Everything all just looked like a little metal ball. So, yeah, I guess that one went kind of right right through me because yeah. I didn't really consider <laughs> like, anything about it. I was not watching them. Like, it was not part of the center action at all. Yeah, no, I I, re I remember him walking up and them being like, here, this will please you. <laughs> it's like, and then you immediately looked away because you were like, oh, I don't want to see whatever gross. comes after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, then they find out about the punishment zone. Um, yeah, and then Riker rightly brings up to Yar. He's like, "Didn't you submit a fucking report? You didn't ask about. You asked what was illegal and illegal, but you didn't ask how it was enforced or what happens if you break the law." Yeah, bad job, Tasha. Bad job, very bad job. Uh, uh, Worf at one point says, uh, "What about Wesley, the boy?" And it's like, you don't need to. Yeah, we one we know which Wesley you mean, man. Or or we know which the boy you mean. Yeah, also. you could say you either could, one of those. Yeah, you don't you know. word economy wharf. Also, the punishment zone. Uh, That's what I'm calling my junk from now on. 
<laughs> also, uh, because this, I think this is actually before uh, the conversation we're talking about. But so when Wesley actually gets uh, caught, uh, this is not before because I have some observations about that. Oh, okay. Uh, so the the you know the magistrators or whatever they're called uh, come in and they're find cops. Him. Just call yeah, them cops. Cops. Fucking great, yeah. gray tunic, whatever. Cops. The cops show up. And uh, just all, at the all time, oh, that's bastards. right. They're ta- they're like sitting there. They're talking about the laws, and then they right because yeah. it comes up. And now, if, now I remember the order. Yeah, of I, wrote, anyway. I wrote down that Worf is uh, kind of the smartest character on the show because he's immediately like, "Well, Wesley's gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wesley's going to do something stupid." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his immediate concern was like, "Yeah, we're probably fine," but that fucking dipshit kid. <laughs> He's gonna get himself killed. So, so during the scene when he actually gets caught, and and uh, Yar and Riker and Worf all run up, and there's the magistrate guys there, and um, I was just I was trying so hard to ignore how fucking stupid the action was that I was listening to the sound design really closely. <laughs> okay, and it was this mix of uh, bird sounds. And literally what sounded like somebody was supposed like that, like it was supposed to sound like wind in the trees, but for whatever reason, they couldn't get actual wind in the trees sound. So somebody had just gone. (laughs) 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 Well, that's glad you did some sober triage before, (laughs) before this episode, because there's no way you would have picked up on that. No way. No way. <laughs> and then uh, I would have been robbed of the knowledge. Which, frankly, would have felt poorer without. <laughs> uh, I like how they're. Uh, so, Leslie, like one of the girl ones, like seems like she's trying to get him to fuck, and he's being oh, yeah. very awkward, which is uh, fine. Yeah, he's 12. He's 12 or whatever. 12 to 14. Yeah, something like that. But uh, and then she's like, no, I want you to teach me like a game with the ball. And he's yeah. like, okay, we need to uh, – I'll teach you my favorite if we can find a bat. And they're like, we don't know what that is because yeah. they don't have weapons. Yeah. Um, so then he's like, well, what, a stick, something? And they're like, yeah, we'll find it in the, the garden. And then the next scene that they are in, they're playing this weird game <laughs> where they're just running in a line and tossing the ball between them, uh-huh. which what game is that? And also, tossy ball. Weren't you looking? <laughs> All right, I forgot about tossy <laughs> ball. <laughs> yeah, you know. Now I now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> you know, when you're when when you were when you were a youth, and your you and your other uh, the other younglings that you would hang out with would just, would just play a get, rou- rousing round of tossy. Getting <laughs> getting a group of four to twelve youths and uh, runs runs single file through the forest, <laughs> tossing a ball around. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and then whoever tossed it best would get to go to the front and be the leader of Tossy Ball. And then whoever did the worst. I feel like this is something the hit where youth played. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm not going to research it. I don't know. I'm just going to believe it. I don't know why I agree, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're playing tossy ball. He goes long for a tossy ball pass. And then uh, he does a full on like long lateral dive. Yeah, he does a he does a 
It was like a Superman jump into a yeah. into a old greenhouse. Yeah, and, and smashes it, and that's illegal, so he has to die. And but like, he's less innocent than I thought from my memory of this. Because even if you didn't know what the laws are, you should be able to identify something that you shouldn't dive into like an asshole. Yeah, like for instance, a glass greenhouse. Yeah, I mean, I think it was fabric or something but anyway no, but it was, it, all right well i don't think that was broken glass we really don't need of, to get into that yeah, we really <laughs> don't. but yeah no he hello he, ezra he, uh, ezra hello our cat is here yeah. my cat my cat is here the the, the podcast the, cat. Uh, the podcast cat <laughs> um oh and so that you know they like tell them they're gonna execute him and there's this whole interchange uh, and blah blah, blah they, <laughs> so i wrote um when they're having that interchange and they, the cops ask him, like, did you do this? And, or they're asking what happened. He's yeah. like, I, I broke it. Sorry, yeah. I guess. Which is like, yeah, that's about the right response. You know? It's mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you shouldn't have fucking broken that. Like, but also you're a 12-year-old kid. Like, Yeah. And yeah. it's $20 worth of lumber. Yeah. If I could be executed for everything, I broke it from ages. Well pretty much my entire life but yeah. um anyway um but he <laughs> they're like you freely admit and he's like i'm starfleet and we, we don't, don't lie. lie and i was like yeah fucking kill him <laughs> shut up <laughs> just wesley. kill him just fucking kill him shut up wesley <laughs> this be a better show without him <laughs> um so when the captain beams down uh the thing i noticed was because they do they like do an establishing shot again of the planet and it's the same one that they used when the away team first be- beamed down. So it's like one shot of a couple running uh, of like towards the camera and another shot of another couple running away from the camera going up and over a bridge. It's like the exact same shot, and that just really made me laugh. Yeah. So like we need to remind people that this is just, this is a half-naked... Uh, excuse our battery problem, listeners. The, uh, the god thing that orbits the planet decided... We were making too much fun of it. So. Yeah, <laughs> killed her. Yep, killed, killed her. Two track. Killed her. Three batteries there. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So the thing, the cylinder thing, has appeared, and then Picard goes down to ask, like, if they know anything about it. Which, so this is a. This kind of goes to the discussion of how stupid the premise, the basic premise of the show is. But yeah. Um, which this I don't seem- want to belabor. But. No, me neither. But this seems to be a pre-warp society. Right. Which, one, should mean that any contact with them whatsoever yeah. is a violation yeah, of that's the Prime my, Directive. Yeah, that's my problem with the Prime Directive, is that if you're sincere about not interfering with pre-space travel societies, then you just don't go to them. Yeah. You just don't... You just stay home. Yeah. No, and that that <laughs> is a... a f- like part of the prime directive that is very clearly and expressly expressly uh conveyed at other times right and that's like a thing that makes sense and is what the prime directive in principle should do right like they should not be on this planet period right well and the, the enterprise's mission almost shouldn't exist if you actually like take the prime directive seriously it's like you don't go out there well, I mean, you can still go out there and you can still, one, explore uninhabited planets uh, or, you know, like non-sentient planets with non-sentient life and whatnot. But you can also be, and there are other times in the series that this comes up, uh, there's there's a point where uh, I, 
it's either Riker or Picard, I can't remember right now, but um, gets like stuck on a planet um, because they're part of a research team. It's like a well, like it's a, you know, uh like middle ages era right. like middle like middle mid ages europe uh era society that they're like uh, an, an anthropological team down there studying it they have like they have to be like they have to be like surgically altered so that if they accidentally get seen then it won't like that the the local population won't realize that they're aliens right. and they use like uh cloaking technology blah 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 whatever but yeah, like that. All of that tracks. All of that makes sense. So if you're like, if you're not supposed to interfere, but you still want to study, then there should be ways with your technology that you can observe and not interfere. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but like, what? Why are you studying? Like, what? I, I don't know. I don't want to be like the woke lefty guy, but like, like the ideas of colonialism and capitalism are so baked into this that even in this utopian society, they can't. Like it, you, it's this u- post scarcity utopia, but some ha- for some reason they still have to go out and find new shit to exploit. Like I don't. <laughs> eh, I mean, you're. I get. I get what you're saying. I don't think they necessarily. For for the most part, it's not generally about like, at least in terms of their stated goals and their stated priorities. It's not. It's never like oh, we need to go to a planet to find more gold or whatever. Right, it's more about go, you know, just. Yeah. But the study, like the science thing, is still like to create new. Anyway, yeah, we're in the weeds on that one. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, but so so they so Picard asks, uh, he's like, "Hey, do you know about this thing this in the sky?" And they're like, "Oh, do you mean God?" And Picard's like, "How would you describe God?" And she gives a very like. <laughs> you know airy uh <laughs> response of like you know things that god does but i was just like she sings that what if god was one of us <laughs> yeah she's the actor is <laughs> the character is played by jewel <laughs> and she just is that who sings that song isn't it i don't think so no oh damn it no you're right it's not jewel it's no. uh there's no way to look it up so we're just gonna move on oswald we're moving something? on melinda we're oswald. moving on and we're moving on <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> but I just like her. Right, well, wh- how would you describe God? He's like a cylindrical, like a kind of a hockey puck <laughs> with three with three arms, kind of kind of shape. That's what God looks like. Sure. And I wrote that down, and then it, you know, fast forward to they get one of the chick- the Edo people up onto the ship, and she looks at it, and she immediately recognizes it and bows down to it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, that's literally what they think God looks like. Okay. Yeah. And she says she's seen it before, which. Really would have liked to unpack that further, but yeah, we did not. Yeah, we no. didn't unpack that anymore. Nope. I wanted details and none were to they be have, had. They have some kind of hyper-advanced intelligence in orbit around them and that manifests itself to them sometimes. And We all just kind of have to sit with that knowledge. Yep. <laughs> yep. You will not be getting any additional details on that subject. Yeah. So... Uh, let's see. Do you have anything else before Data doesn't know anything? Corner. Um, I wrote down. I think they actually sort of hand waved this away, but like Riker knocks down one of the cops. Shouldn't he also be executed? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and also uh, uh, Tasha's like it appears to be a syringe. It's like yeah, oh yeah, fuck, I forgot. It's that's some- why that's why you're pulling down the big bucks. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> like he, the guard, the executioner guy pulls it out of his little. Like it's so clearly a lethal injection his, syringe. Yeah, his, like, his, there's his nothing else it pack. could possibly be. And it's not until Tasha knocks or Riker knocks him over, and Tasha picks it up off the ground. She's like, "It's some kind of syringe." Yeah, Tasha, we all saw it. Yeah, we know. You know, if you don't have anything useful to say, you can just be quiet. <laughs> yeah, just shut up. Yeah. I do it all the time. So, you know who doesn't do it all the time? Our good friend Data. Our good friend Data. Data P. Rogers. Data P. Rogers. Uh, yeah, he's sitting in the sick bag, and he starts talking. I don't even remember, like... He was giving relevant information, and then he was talking about, like, mothers and loss, and... I, I, yeah, he, yeah, he was he was talking. He was a talkie data yeah. this episode. Um, he, yeah, he's... What he does is he'll start he'll start on something relevant and then just keep... Yeah, just keep You know keep what he going. is? He's a, he's a Wikipedia rabbit hole. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he's the... He's the, he's the anthropomorphic version of when you just keep clicking the links on wikipedia and yeah the next thing you know you haven't eaten in yeah hours yeah no that's yeah that's true um. and picard tells him not to babble and data says babble and i i uh. yeah i couldn't tell if it was a good job data or data doesn't know anything because at first, it sounds like he doesn't know what the word babble means. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, I'd never babble. And it's like... <sighs> I, I, I'm feeling around the point I'm trying to make here. I, he, a robot shouldn't have like an ego that right. sort of requires like you to self-mythologize to... You know, because like, we all have a degree of narcissism we all have a degree of like self-mythology where we kind of pretend we don't do all the bad shit that we do because otherwise we'd go insane right but if you were designed <laughs> if you were a designed intelligence there's no reason for that i mean that's true but then you're kind of getting into the rabbit hole of like data is is supposed to try to be more human or whether it's in his programming or not, like he he wants to be more human, which I guess theoretically means that it is in his program. Like anything yeah, he, he does, he's he is not in a, his programming. He's not capable of doing anything that's not in his programming. Right. So he is programmed in that case to try and be more human. So which, by the way, is a stupid project. Yeah. You know how you make another human? Just go fuck. Yeah. I mean, I just think Doctor Noonien Sung couldn't fuck. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he created I mean, data and there's lore. A, there's adoption. There's, <laughs> there's a lot easier ways to <laughs> to have a child than. To <laughs> I don't think there was. A, I don't think there was an orphanage near him. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, he just created two androids <laughs> that looked exactly like him, which isn't creepy at all. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Oh, that this is the other thing that I uh, it was real real fun for me it was gates mcfadden like you know her which it makes sense it's it's justified by the plot that her character is going to be upset right now yeah. right you know her son is uh so is, is being threatened with death 
but just the degree to which uh Gates McFadden commits to her uh suffering and upsetness uh in those couple of scenes it ju- I don't know it really stuck out stood out to me yeah she's just got like this to the point where I was like, because there's other stuff going on, and then it would cut back to her. She'd be in the background, and she just got this real sad. Just maybe she's just real... excited to finally get to do some acting. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna act the shit out of this. And the show is clearly written by people that don't experience the full range of human emotion. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, what what else you got on there? Um, just the uh, the. The fact that the conflict is resolved by essentially a dramatic monologue. Um, oh, God. Which is very... it. It's a phenomena that I like to observe on Instagram, and mostly on Instagram, which is a dumb guy trying to sound smart. Uh-huh. Or dumb guy thinking he's sounding smart. Right. Yeah. It's a, the monologue, which has already completely left my brain, thank God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, so... Uh, bef- before the monologue, and I had forgotten about this, <coughs> but uh, <laughs> two times, two of the Edo people straight up tell Picard to just use his superior technology to take Wesley and leave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Like, they're like, we don't want to do this, man. <laughs> First in the, yeah. like, adjudication I'm glad you chamber. remember to write that down because yeah. I remember thinking, like, the guy is just like. Just take the out. The guy is like, so, hey, listen. Um, there's You guys m- could easily resolve this right now. And there, we could just he, say that he's a criminal in hiding. He's like, there's no wiggle room within our law whatsoever. So, in order for him to survive, wink, wink, what. <laughs> A person yeah. might do is use <laughs> one's superior technology yeah. to take the boy away through magic or some other means yeah. that I can't do anything about. And Picard's like, no, we're we bound, blah, 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 blah. And then again. Which, again, you shouldn't be there in the first place then, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, again, like the. the, Yeah, then they take the the, the chick on the the ship. ship, And and she's she's like, like, you people are gods. Like, why are are we having this conversation? (laughs) Just take it away. (laughs) Like, like, nobody wants to do this, man. (laughs) You're. Why are you asking my permission for (laughs) to do a thing I can't stop you from doing? Yeah, it's just a. It's real fucking. Yeah, it's a it's a misunderstanding of how power works. Yeah. Yeah, I I told myself I'm only gonna get political once per episode, so I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going further into that. But <laughs> um, listeners, you can DM me on Twitter. Oh, and that, questions. About yeah, that. listeners, if you want to reach us, you can uh, tweet at us. We are at Ship Facts collectively as a podcast, and individually, we are at Who Is Jack Gunn and at Leal Like Neil on Twitter.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Star Trek Sucks, and uh, you can email us Star Trek Sucks Pod. At gmail.com. I don't think so. I haven't checked it. Right. If they have, that was it. good though. We should you should cut that out and leave it as a drop in. Oh uh, yeah, that's not a bad yeah. idea. We'll see if the le- if I I don't know how I led into that. Um, but so the last thing that I wrote down was when they finally like, Picard's like, you know what we should do? We should just use our superior technology to fucking leave. 
(laughs) And then the god stops them. And then he delivers a very... I I just love that moment, though. (laughs) And, like, he's like, transporter room, six to beam up. And then they just stand there, and they don't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted somebody to be like... This is awkward. Well, it's... Honestly, it's the role that, or it's the it's the scene that most of those actors were born to play because it required them to stand there awkwardly looking like fucking idiots, <laughs> <laughs> which is what they do in most scenes <laughs> when it's not appropriate. Got him. <laughs> got their ass. Yeah, got him. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that, Jonathan Frakes, and yeah, yeah. whoever else was in the shot. Jonathan Frakes is actually kind of a compelling actor. I I like. I mean, compared compared to all the of, absolute fucking <laughs> zeros that he's surrounded by. Well, and all and of, obviously I'm I'm not including Patrick Stewart. Right. And well, and everybody but, honestly, everybody develops so much, and that's one of the yeah. things I am looking forward to with this project is f- like seeing the show start to suck a little bit less see, even though even though it goes against our core premise <laughs> seeing the actors <laughs> as they like a- as they grow into both like getting to know each other and then the character like they grow getting to know the characters and the characters grow getting to know each other uh and it just it's it's really fun to watch the show evolve yeah here's our cat yeah i took a picture of, of this situation <laughs> put on instagram <laughs> It's, it's very dignified. It's extremely dignified. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all I got. Oh, oops, we're gonna need to look up the next uh, the oh, next episode yeah. title. Except I have a cat on me, so we're just we'll do it at no, the beginning of the I next episode. Your, okay, I can't use your electronics. So. Uh, redo. Uh, so new ratings are. Is that uh? Where where is this episode going for? I'm gonna put it at the top. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the funniest episode. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jack's favorite episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation is currently. I know you think you're trying to drag my reputation. But I promise, <laughs> there's nothing left. There's nothing left. <laughs> no, no, I'm not at all. <laughs> I really, I think it is very appropriate to this podcast. That the one currently rated as your favorite be one that is almost universally regarded as one of the worst episodes <laughs> in the history of the series. Well, I'm not saying it's my favorite because it's good. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why. That's the whole reason also, that we're doing it was this. By far. Oh, no. I just realized my number one and number two are the two horniest episodes. <laughs> You're right, they are. Uh, I got to go home and confront some stuff. In my- <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Some things that are dwelling in my punishment zone. <laughs> Your punishment zone. All right, uh, uh, listeners, get at us on Gmail or Twitter at hashtag punishment zone and yeah let's get that trending <laughs> get that trending you know all five or six of you right. get that get that rolling all right uh, we will also this thanksgiving season i'm thankful to you listeners i am also thankful to you listeners yeah. uh although it's gonna Listener, be like maybe but it's <laughs> gonna be almost christmas by the time this episode drops all right well merry christmas happy um, christmas hanukkah. to you listeners christmas and hanukkah overlap this year oh you know what i haven't talked about on the show that uh, is how i found out <laughs> how long is this episode <laughs> 
Actually, not that long. Yeah. I don't think our opening. Oh wait, no, this is the second. It's yeah. probably an hour. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I found out that this I'm ju- that I'm way more Jewish than I knew before, yeah, yeah. which uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing for me. Yeah, you got some Ferengi heritage. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 goddamn. <laughs> Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye. <laughs>